News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Government has been accused of delaying the establishment of a special Aroxas Committee on Assisted Dying. People Before Profit TD Gino Kenny has written to the Count Corla to express his frustration on this lack of progress and has appealed for someone to intervene. And this, of course, has put the spotlight again on where Ireland is going in relation to this. And for more on this, I'm joined now by Dr. Brendan O'Shea, Kildare GP and adjunct for Professor in Public Health and Primary Care at Trinity and Professor Siobhan McHale, Consultant Liaison Psychiatrist in Beaumont Hospital and member of the College of Psychiatrists of Ireland. Good morning to you both. Um, I'm fully aware that this is a very ethically difficult conversation to have, but I'll come to you first, Brendan. Um, You believe that we should be moving and progressing in the direction of, I suppose, in limited circumstances of offering assisted dying to people. Tell me why. Well, I think I'm one of a portion uh, of all doctors who are of that view uh, that there is a real need to consider whether medical assistance in dying should be available for people in Ireland. Um, uh, there, we, we have formed our own special interest group, uh, Irish Doctors Supporting Medical Assistance in Dying. We have a website, maid.ie. Um, and I think there's two ways, uh, certainly, that I look at it as a doctor. Well, I look at it as a doctor and as a family doctor over years, uh, many of our patients die because that, that is the way of things. Uh, of just over 33 or 35,000 people die each year in Ireland. Many of them actually have a good death. Um, and the medical services that are there, the support that they get from their families and their communities is fantastic. Uh, and they have, the, in key respects, uh, their experience is good, but not in all cases. Uh, and I think most of us who have been in practice for many years will have come across a number of cases where it's been extremely difficult and at times protracted. Um, Our health system, we're always giving out about it, but in the round, uh, we live uh, into our 80s, which is amazing. Um, And in key respects around the country, we have amazing palliative care services. Now, there are some areas where palliative care services aren't fully available, but for the most part, it's very good. But all of this on its own, uh, we are of the view is not entirely adequate. The, okay. the, the choice of having medical assistance in dying is So for important. those then, who maybe aren't having a good death with our current situation, is that what is that what you're saying, Brendan? That, yeah, yeah, that is part of it. Now, the second way that any of us can look at it is what do we want for ourselves? Uh, I'm getting older, we all are, uh, and I know uh, that in Kildare we've got a fantastic palliative of care services and the likelihood is, is that medical assistance in dying may not be relevant. But I would guess there is maybe a 1 in 10 chance or, one in, or, or a 1 in 20 chance uh, that medical assistance in dying could become very important for me okay. and I would like that for myself. Right. Um, and that is, let, that is an important reason for I it. No, absolutely. And let me bring Siobhan in. Um, Siobhan, you've heard what, what Brendan has said. For those maybe who are not fortunate enough to have a good death through circumstances, you know, maybe beyond medical control or for those maybe who would choose this for themselves because of the circumstances they find them in, that on that basis, Brendan is in favour. Why are you against this idea? Good morning, Kira, and thank you very much for inviting me on, on the programme. Um, I think there's... There's a lot to agree on here. The importance of this being a respectful debate, yeah. the importance of um, educating us all in terms of both the, the kind of the headlines and also the nuances of, of this challenging area. My job as a consultant liaison psychiatrist means that I work in a general hospital with patients 
at a whole range of levels of suffering with regard to their health conditions. Could be end of life care, could be related to uh, neurological disorders such as motor neurone disease, could be cancer, etc. And I also work in the emergency department and I work with patients who are acutely suicidal. And sometimes there can be this view that there's a difference, a clear difference between these groups. In fact, um, people who are suicidal, it's not that they want to die. They can't see any alternative ways to end their suffering. And in terms of people with fears around end of life, and we know, for example, that people who have a sustained wish to end their life in the context of a terminal illness are eight times more likely to have a depressive episode than people who don't have that sustained wish. So the importance of making sure we can't separate out mind and body, we can't separate out psychiatric disorders and physical disorders okay, in so, that clear So you're way. saying that that... that general suicidality um, if I can put it in those slightly crass terms is not much different than wanting to end your life under circumstances maybe where you're terminally ill or have an intractable disease or those types of things it's the same desire to end suffering and if and if it's wrong for one group then it's wrong for all groups is, is that what you're saying? So as a psychiatrist and in our country we, we have a very significant um, view about about the the importance of reducing suicide rates. People who who are keen, who see no alternative to end their suffering other than end their life. It's an interesting way of of viewing it and I'll put it to Brendan. You you see what Yvonne is saying. If it's wrong for one group of people who, who maybe want to end their suffering through suicide and we try and prevent it, why is it okay for a different group, Brendan? Um, well, you said it at the beginning. This is a, a large, complex issue, and it just and it just is. I think the way our perspectives are important. Um, one of the features of general practice, and we still have it in this country, is continuity of care, and it's the opportunity to be with somebody over a period of decades and to have uh, have some more conversations. Hospital care, hospital care tends to be hugely more fragmented. Uh, in my practice, it's almost unusual for any of my patients in hospital to see the same doctors more than two yeah, or three no. times around, around an episode. Now, there are aspects of this I think that we're really getting right. Uh, I think the formation of a special Oireachtas committee to examine this You'd is like really it. a step forward Siobhan, for our would you, society. Would, would you object to a special committee forming to discuss it with, with maybe an open-ended uh, position that they might, you know, as, as in with no foregone conclusions about what they might come Absolutely. up with? Absolutely. I think it's essential for us yeah. to all have a, a respectful, important debate in this area. I think my my view and the view of the College of Psychiatrists, which have, have taken a position on this with regard to this is not good medical care. How can we do better? It's not yeah. about maintaining the status Look, quo and saying this is good enough. It's not about saying then the only alternative is for, for patients' Look, lives to be ended. Uh, unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it there. And there is so much more to say. And it obviously is uh, ethically a, a very difficult conversation, but a very important conversation. I do appreciate you both speaking to me. That is Dr. Brendan O'Shea there and Professor Siobhan McHale. If you've been affected in any way by what we've just discussed on this, uh, the Samaritans phone line is 116123. And we would love to hear from you this morning on News Talk Breakfast. We know it's a difficult conversation, but it's an important one. Uh, text us 53106 at a cost of 30. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.